Hey guys, welcome to the Unguided Outdoors podcast. This is your host, Kyle McDonald. And this podcast is brought to you by Trophy Line Tree Saddles. In this podcast, off and on, we're going to be talking to Phil a little bit. He's packing up his clothes from <laughs> deer camp. And then we've got Trevor over here with us. This is the first time everybody's been together uh, since they went on an elk rifle hunt. And it was quite the adventure, so we wanted to go over. Uh, we got it all on video, but we wanted to go over the hunt. And... Uh, so Trevor, was it one for the books? It was one for the books. The whole month of September was one. For <laughs> I the was so done <laughs> and, with hunting by the end of October. <laughs> and, that, and that's the thing. We had already been out there. Um, me and you stayed out there 17 or 18 days. Mm-hmm. We'd done probably 120, 150 miles. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were just wore out. And then Trevor didn't tag out with a bow. Mm-mm. I, I was the last get, one to tag out. Mm-hmm. I was the only one out of fourteen hunters that did not get to put my release on my string. That's sad. I didn't even get an. I didn't even get an opportunity. And it, it's not because they were. I mean, dude, I had elk all around me. It just anybody that's ever bow hunted knows everything has to go right for they get that shot opportunity, and it never did. I mean, I was with some great hunters. I hunted with Phil, you know, fifty percent of the time. Hunted with Ben, Ben a lot of the time, and we had a. I think I was your cameraman every yeah, time. every time. I mean, we had some great stuff happening around us. It just never worked out where I could get that shot opportunity. But, man, it was one of the best two weeks of my life, even without getting a shot. Yeah. Yeah, we packed out a lot of elk that trip. Mm-hmm. Good grief. Yeah. So, anyway, so we had decided we were staying at a – we had got a cab in the last couple of days. We had decided I was supposed to come with them, um, and I had some stuff come up. We had a hurricane hit by the house, and I wasn't able to go, but we had decided that – uh, Trevor would return and go back for rifle season. Because mm-hmm. our tags are good for both. I didn't even know that <laughs> until the yeah. last day of bow season. I'm sitting there down in the dumps, like, thinking, oh, uh, I'm not. Actually, I looked at Kyle and Phil and them. We was all hunting together, me, Phil, Kyle, and Ben. I had yeah. the whole squad <laughs> trying to get me one that last day. Yeah. And we was on one big bull, and it just didn't work out again. He went over the hill on us and just into the abyss. But we – uh I decided, I told him, I said, hey, guys, I'm just going to tell you something. I'm not leaving this mountain <laughs> until I get a shot opportunity at a at a bull. Because I was thinking, you know, one and done on the bow. And Phil looks at me. He's like, listen. He's like, just go home with us, and I will come back with you in October for the rifle hunt. And I'm yeah. like, what are you talking about? He's like, yeah, your tag's good for both. I didn't even know that. He said, but we uh, – so we – made arrangements i flew him down with some points i have and we just was gonna make it happen and that's where did zach come down with you too mm-hmm. yeah yep. zach made it down i love that guy yeah yeah so he had and to be fair zach and phil are both six one six two <laughs> and they weigh 100 pounds so yeah. way, you know yeah now they're probably in the 160s 180s mm-hmm. and then trevor what are you six two six three mm-hmm. yeah but weigh 300 there's <laughs> so, a little bit of a difference so, there. and zach and phil are the two hardest people to keep up with oh yeah dude they'll go yeah you know so i was happy that yeah. I, we had a hurricane <laughs> and sure i didn't have to go you know dude it was so awesome though we we got in well not to be fair none of us have ever rifle hunted elk. no no never i've never ever Rifle hunted elk. I didn't even know what to ex- expect. Right. Here. You know, it, yeah. this was what? When did we leave? In September? It was. Tell me um, when we left to yeah, come back home. It yeah, was September like, the 18th. September 18th. And so this was October the 14th, I think, wasn't it? When we got there? Yeah. October 14th, something like that. First was opening day. And uh, so, I mean, that's a month. And a lot can change. And we knew that. And Phil had never hunted elk that late. I mean, in rifle season up in Wyoming like that, I know. And. 
so we really didn't know what to expect we were just like we knew we knew the area is so good and we knew the hunting pressure would be ridiculous we knew it would be out of this world and, and speaking of how was it compared to to archery obviously we ran across a lot of hunters but we could we were walking in farther mm-hmm. did y'all see orange everywhere it was terrible yeah, really I mean, oh yeah there was hunters oh my goodness we couldn't go i mean all the spots that we had i mean with us what the whole reason i killed my elk is because we knew the territory i mean yep. if you wouldn't if you didn't know the territory like phil did for sure we wouldn't have there's no way i could have been successful it's yep. just that we knew the area is so good we was able to get away from it yep. i mean and and Honestly, I think every hunt, I'm pretty sure every hunt we seen bulls. Really? I mean, every single hunt until I killed, you know, killed mine. I mean, we, so we knew the area. We knew where we was going. We put ourselves in good areas. Right. It was mainly just, could you keep the other hunters from messing it up? Right. Coming yeah. on you, running, running them over, you know. But you don't know if they were going to shoot the same elk you were looking exactly. at. Exactly. You know what I mean? <laughs> you don't know where, you don't know where their bullets come flying from. Yeah. And I mean, so we definitely, we all, you know, we all prefer rock. Archie, but we were excited about you know trying it because yeah. it was just such a different experience and it was it was so different than i say it was different you know we hunted a lot of the same stuff you're not we, bugling or yeah, calling yeah yeah we never bugled once the yeah. whole the whole time and and we never heard i never heard a bugle one of the guys was with heard one bugle but yeah now phil let me <coughs> phil's over here like i said he's packing up his clothes and while we're doing this uh podcast right before we leave um phil i got a question for you and the question i got is is when we're doing uh, like if we're trying to get into archery rifle, I mean not archery rifle, elk rifle. Yes, he's coming. Here we go. Yep, there so if we're doing elk rifle and you had to give someone a tip, I know what Randy Newberg says, but like what's that tip of locating elk? Is it the nastiest stuff that you can find normally for rifle? Or I not? mean, yeah, normally. I don't know that that would be the case where we was hunting, but yeah, normally if you're hunting, um, especially Colorado, because they have – first rifle second rifle third rifle if you're in like the second third fourth right you know you're going to be hunting elk that is pressured and with trevor's hunt it was pretty uh we were pretty fortunate to be able to hunt on opening day and so uh yeah have you got into the hunting yeah i mean a little bit was like we approached it pretty much at the first we approached it like bow hunt yeah. yeah. Archery, didn't we? I mean, yep. really, the first place we went is where Kyle killed his yep. bull, and we got two bulls in there, you know, got, I mean, got on them. Yeah, and archer, the last day we hunted in there, we hunted this area that kind of, you know, we learned how to get in there. It's it's definitely uh, off the road system and all that, so we learned how to get in there pretty easy. So me and Trevor went in there on day one mm-hmm. and went down in there and actually – we were torn on whether to wait till daylight to go in or, you know, right at the edge of daylight or just get in there real early and be set up when daylight, you know, is breaking. And so we, we because decided. Because so to, many parks and stuff. Yeah, there. there's parks and stuff. So we decided to go in at a little bit before daylight and we ended up running into a pretty big herd of elk um, in the trees going in. It sounded like yeah, a, was a elephant herd getting herd out of elephants. there. And that was crazy. I mean, we were actually stopped. We didn't. We were actually stopped in the trail, and yeah, take Kyle was using. Yeah, I mean, Phil was using the bathroom, and I was just sitting there, you know, yeah, thinking about what's about to come. And I'm telling you, they, they walked, walked up right the trail on us. us. I yeah. mean, they were 15 yards. Yeah, yeah. And they tore out of there mm-hmm. when they seen us. But uh, so we head down and just kind of hunt our way back through there into some of those parks and get up in there and. Uh, we had what do we heard? We heard some sticks breaking and stuff. Mm-hmm. And he was rubbing a tree. Mm-hmm. He was raking or something, and so we come around the corner, and one of the bulls was real close, and uh, and he kind of the bull that we 
probably would have shot for sure. Um, he kind of seen us and I was behind you a little bit. Trevor's so behind me a little bit. Couldn't quite get up there in time. Yep. And uh, we walked what maybe ten, fifteen more yards. Mm-hmm. It was like there's another one. Yeah. And he's looking. So I could have shot that one. Yeah. Trevor Phil, wouldn't. <laughs> he wouldn't want to shoot that Phil one. Phil was so. begging. Like, no, but. please shoot this ball. It's right here. It was day little, one. son. It was definitely but. a small bull, but. Uh, it was fun. That first day was definitely uh, yeah, cold. We, we felt good. I was Dude, cold. It's cold. But, but we felt really good. I mean, we yeah. had been hunting an hour and a half, and we had we already ran into in three plus bulls. Mm-hmm. We went on that day, went on up to up you know, the top of the ridge there. It's a good little hike yeah. <laughs> up there. And uh, we glassed for about two hours, hour and a half, something like that. Didn't really get on much. Seen some moose and stuff and nothing. And that was know. the day where, what, Zach's brother, Ben, he shoots mm-hmm. one. Yep, he kills one. out. And me and Trevor Next one, we was heading back out. This tells you hunters everywhere. We was heading back out, walking down the mountain, you know, just, uh, you know, got lollygagging back. And I look up, and there's a guy carrying a shoulder in front of us. Like, I mean, this is right where we just came yeah. to. And so he's carrying his shoulder back to put it, to sit over on a they log. They had seen the small bull that Trevor passed mm-hmm. from a ridge. Mm-hmm. They came over there, shot that bull. We didn't even hear their shot. So we was over the ridge pretty good, so. And so they shot that bull on, you know, we kind of talked to them for a minute. So we head back out to the truck, run all the way around to the to the dudes and help them get that bull out that they shot on the, the other side of the place. And then let's just get to your day. Yeah. Then the rest of the, the rest of the days was pretty, yeah, just normal. Yep. You know, we'd see some, couldn't yep. get on them, just regular elk hunt. Mm-hmm. Then the night before this the night before I killed mine, that morning we had we had glassed an area really well. That Phil knows really well. He's been up in that area. He just never been this far. I don't think up no. in this area, but uh, but we went and glassed that area really well with the spotting scope and everything. We found the mother load yeah. of elk. There was so many over there <clears throat> up there, but where these elk are, <laughs> I can't even. I don't know how to describe how bad it is up there. It's straight up. I'm talking these elk. No, there's a reason why they're there. Thick. There's a reason why they're there in October yeah, 14th. For sure. yeah, I mean, that's for sure. it's one of them things. And uh, yeah, it's thick, hard to get to, long walk. It's everything that, and and above. But we knew if we got up there, we had a really good chance of making it happen. And mm-hmm. so we spotted all them, put them to bed. I mean, we mm-hmm. knew exactly where they were, you know, in the area, anyways. Yeah. And that next morning, we took off about 4:30, five o'clock in the morning. I mean, we took up the mountain and for I don't know how long the walk was, but it was a, I didn't think it was ever going to Yeah, end. it's about a two-mile yeah. straight walk up mm-hmm. there. But yeah. Up. Yeah. You got to go up. And me and Trevor had already seen the elk. We were, we knew there was elk going to be up there, and we had already seen the elk walking mm-hmm. in. Probably, it was probably halfway, and we was glassing mm-hmm. bulls coming over the ridge. Yeah. So we were just trying to beeline up there to try to get a shot before mm-hmm. they would go in the trees. Yeah, they would not want to stay in the open. No. I'm telling you that when they we, were the running two big ones we've seen, the yeah, we've seen two 300 plus bulls mm-hmm. running down the yeah. mountain, but they were sprinting out yeah. of that from tree line to tree line. I mean, mm-hmm. they were trying to get out of there. We got up there, got underneath them, mm-hmm. and we knew he was in a really good position. But as soon as we get up there, guess what happens? Everybody probably knows the wind switched mm-hmm. and went straight. The thermal started start going, start going the straight towards them. Um, and we were just like 
Phil was wrecked. I mean, Phil's like, uh, this is it. Like, I don't think it's really. I mean, they're gonna. It's gonna blow out of there. Most of the like, elk yeah, had we, made it to the thick stuff too. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, stuff. Trevor says, "There's that elk right here." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this little basketball <clears throat> size hole. Yeah, we all we got. You tell us you're like, let's go to the left to see if we can see him down. See him at all down that, down, side, that, yeah, down the those aspens. Yep. And we made he made what three four steps, and I'm like, there he is. Yeah, and as soon as I seen him, I said, "I know he was a shooter." I mean, yep. he was just, you know, he wasn't no giant by no means. Not what I wanted, you know, but I definitely, you know, was happy to get. But as soon as I seen, I've got a monopod, and yep. that is it. I've got this one single monopod. I really Your was just primos, carrying, yeah, the Primos monopod, stick. yeah, trigger stick, and I was, you know, I really was carrying that for a hundred yard shot, you know, yep. like quick yep. on the go, throw it up, shoot. Yeah. I was not wanting to make a 320-yard shot no. <laughs> with it, but especially in 20-mile-an-hour winds. Yeah. But so, I I mean, immediately I'm on him quick, and uh, I'm having the weirdest stance because he's almost straight up. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's way ahead of – I mean, way above us. I mean, it's steep, steep up there. Yeah. And so, if you know, if you ever shot off one of the things, it only goes so tall. So, I'm down like in a – I don't know what kind of stance you call the it. The old squatting. Left, yeah, the old squatting. I don't know, dude. I'm, I'm my left leg's all hiked out. My right leg's like It was bending. awkward. It was so awkward. But I get on him, and this is where it gets crazy. <laughs> I, it's on video, so y'all see it on the channel. But we, uh, I aim at that elk for a minute and a half. We went yeah. back and watched the footage. It's a minute and a half. And if I, you watch the video, I'm over there going, yeah. what is going <laughs> no, on No, he's here? a little Shoot bit more than that. The elk. <laughs> Shoot the elk. Feels I like, get a little crazy eyed. Yeah. But I didn't know Trevor couldn't get steady, first yeah. off. And then, it, yeah, he, you know, Trevor, he's a picky sort, too. So, you know, I didn't know if he's yeah. going to pass this board or not. From I was like, Phil's, from, shoot this yeah. elk. From Phil's point of, point of view, I understand it fully because with him, you know, he might have thought I was going to pass it because I've passed a few. Or, you know, he thought I was just going to go because, if it, you know, you know, elk, I mean, he had us. He yeah. had us pinned. Yeah. I mean, he had us yeah. pinned. He knew he was there. Um, and so I just knew, and he was only what one step from being in the trees. Oh so yeah, so it would have took I mean, a millisecond. Close. Oh yeah. And so from his point of view, I mean, I know what he's saying because I'm on the elk and I'm sitting there and I, I, I my, I'm telling you that pod with 25 more wins. Props to you there, though for waiting on a yeah, good shot. That's I mean, what you I, have to do. I, I've shot a lot. I haven't elk hunted, but I've shot a rifle a lot in my days. So, and I knew when I'm on something when I'm not, and I was just not on this elk. Yeah. I mean, I that that. I was having to, you know, use a third, the third line down for mm-hmm. 300 yards. Yeah. And so I didn't even really have a crosshair. I was splitting the three and the four, actually. Yeah. So yeah, I didn't have a crosshair. Four. I was I was going off a line is what <laughs> I was going off of. So I, so I had to make sure that line was, you know, I was I was putting him, you know, in the middle of it, keeping the line on, on his heart, you know, because he was broadside. Mm-hmm. And that wind just would not allow it. I mean, it was just – I was swirling, swirling, swirling. I take big breaths. <sighs> And it's still just – I just had to give another one. Did I, how many breaths did I take? You probably, I'm telling you, I would take another one. Just, nope, I can't do it. And so for a minute and a half, I mean, that's a long time to aim at an animal. I mean, it may not sound a lot if you've not aimed a lot, but a minute and a half is a long time. It was time a while. And uh, I shoot finally – Phil goes, oh, Phil goes, Phil goes, shoot, shoot, Trevor. What I was are you like, doing? I was like, I, I did the old <laughs> – Yeah. <laughs> and so I finally – I do – I come on, I come completely off aim. I can put yeah. turn around and feel he, it. I'm he like, still, I can't I get, on, get on this elk. Yeah. I mean, I can't get on it. I said, I don't know what to tell you. I just, and so I came back up, put it under my, put it on my shoulder, and was like, I can't do it. And I still <laughs> didn't do it again. And, and this time, I mean, really, he's about to go. I can feel it. You know, you can just feel when an animal is about to just let him turn around yeah. and leave. And he actually does. He turns his Starts right turn. foot. He didn't see, he didn't spook. So I don't know if he didn't know what we were or nothing, but he did yeah. turn and put he's his head down to eat. 
yeah. to his head down deep, and I knew I was like, if I don't do it right now, it's it's not gonna happen. And so I finally took one last hold, boom, and let it let it fly. When I let it fly, I felt really good about it, honestly. And that's crazy to say after a minute and a half. Usually you break <laughs> down, and you do. You start breaking down mm-hmm. more whenever you mm-hmm. hold the on. But I felt really good about the shot, and immediately Phil looks at me and says, you hit it. You, I heard it hit. Mm-hmm. I heard it hit. And I was just like, you're a liar. I'm just yeah. like, I'm just like, I don't. I was like, I, the elk I, I disappeared, too. Yeah, I tell him right away. On, you'll see it on video. I'm like. I'm like, I felt good about the shot. Mm-hmm. I did. I mean, yeah, the elk just disappeared. So we didn't know. Yep. It's tall grass. We was He was setting in. We couldn't – we had no idea. We thought he, you know, ran, whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, he's at 320 yards, and it took us 45 minutes <laughs> to go that far at, at least. least. At I least mean, straight up through straight the up. bushes. Oh, oh my Good grief. Oh, yeah. it was bad. Yeah, you're talking terrible stuff. You're, it's yeah. straight like, up. Like, we now. had to actually figure out. Where he there. was standing. Yeah, we like, marked the purple bush. to figure it out, <laughs> no, honestly. No. It was that thick because you can't see from where it was at. And oh, so. yeah, we didn't talk about the hole that I had to shoot through, too. That didn't help. It was yeah. about the size of a basketball. Mm-hmm. I mean, really, yeah. that, that hole, that's all I had. So it's not like I had a lot of wiggle room on, you know, what to aim at. And so we parked, we marked out like a purple bush, mm-hmm. and then we go right to it. I don't know how, but it took us a while to figure out the way to go to it, but we did get go right to that yep. bush that we marked. Somehow we did. And when we got up there, that's whenever the dancing started. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we came up to that little opening. and uh, Trevor's like, dude, that's the bush right there that's, that he was standing bush. by yeah, for sure. And I was and like, we're still not excited. It is? Yeah. I wouldn't even know if it was for sure the bush. <laughs> I just felt I, – I knew like what exa- – I kept in my mind like exactly what to look for on that big bush. And we seen the bush first, and we're like still not too happy because we don't see nothing. Mm-hmm. I mean – and we're fully expecting the trail. I mean, yeah. that's what we're, we're fully expecting to have to trail. And about the time Phil goes around the left side of like another bush that was up there. And I just, I'm like, I can't wait. I like peek around the right bush, like on like top of a big rock. And I see a hoof just like straight up in the air. And I'm like, Phil, he's right there, dude. <laughs> he like literally didn't even we, take a step. No, just he dropped drops, it. Son. We, we wrecked him. Absolutely. That's another hunt that I'll never forget. No, All these hunts. No, never. 2020 has been unbelievable. Been a bad year, but a great hunting. Yeah. Unbelievable hunting. Mm-hmm. So, um, because we are running out of time, but this is the funny part I wanted to get to because I've heard this story. Because mm-hmm. I got a text message mm-hmm. hey, we got a bull this down. This is crazy. They we FaceTimed you. Yeah, mm-hmm. they had FaceTime and they had service on top of the mountain. Mm-hmm. And so, if it took them, you said, an hour to get 350 yards ish mm-hmm. so how long is it going to take and there's nobody coming up to y'all it's just y'all hunting mm-hmm. we didn't, so what why? to walk up there straight without a load it probably would take me it takes 45 minutes to an hour mm-hmm. for sure an hour to get up to where we shot the bull right let alone get up to where the bull was right mm-hmm. so you're talking about an hour 45 minutes mm-hmm. until a lot of people though oh you know that ain't no big deal but it's it's a ways to hike in and then come out and then hike in to hunt it's it's mm-hmm. you know let alone hike in pull out you know some meat and then go back in mm-hmm. and get some more meat and just make several trips so trevor had this bright idea mm-hmm Oh, so it was Trevor's idea. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, well, I said, I was like, I'm not making them come up. Yeah. I, I, I just went through it. I was like, 
I'm not. Not making because Tom, the other dudes. Tom and Zach was mm-hmm. not too far from us. But and we heard them not, shoot. Yeah. <laughs> we heard a battleground going on. Yeah. <laughs> but, it was uh, a wild day. We, we, I was like, I'm not. I mean, honestly, this wasn't even a joke. wasn't laughing. I was like, I'm not making them come up here. We're yeah. taking this whole bull off the side. <laughs> the entire. If you've never packed out an oh, elk. Oh, my goodness. Dude. It's heavy with four guys. Yeah. yeah. It's heavy with five guys. Yeah, usually yeah. with four guys, everybody gets, you know, a shoulder and, and a hand. And, start, yeah. and here's the deal before you get too you know crazy eyed about guessing and and assuming and all that we did not skimp on any of the meat we took four quarters two back straps tenderloins neck meat we took maximized meat and also let's cover this the elk was not a small bodied elk it was average size and you're talking about a 600 650 pound animal and so me and trevor I, what'd you have? You had a, a ham, a, a shoulder, shoulder, a back strap, backstrap, miscellaneous, meat, miscellaneous, and, and the head, <laughs> and the gear we brought up there with us. Oh yeah, we had all of our stuff, and which we had a camera. So your pack normally, just in general for everyday hunting, weighs 20, 25, 30 pounds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so we get everything cut up and everything. We heard the other guys shoot. We was kind of you know trying to get hold of them back and forth to figure it out. And you know Zach finally got a hold of us and was like, "Dude, we got one." And I said, "Me and Trevor is going to try to get this one off the mountain, and we'll see how it goes after that." You know, I'm not prom. You know, I'll tr- we'll try it. We actually had planned on getting down and going and helping them mm-hmm. once we got our bull off. And that plan undoubtedly <laughs> changed. <laughs> but me and Trevor start packing this this bull off the mountain. I'm, I ain't kidding you. I could barely get my pack on my back. Yeah, we had to help each other. I mean, we I had, had to, to help grab each other. The pack, put on his. He had to grab my pack, put it on. There was no taking it off. No. After it's on, it's on for the no, next. No, you're two wearing hours. it. Yeah, you're wearing it. And yeah, there's no, you know, hey, let's take off the pack Mm-mm. and lay it down. <laughs> let's take a break and all no. that. You didn't want to do that. And, and again, like Kyle said, if you've never packed out an elk, or if you have packed an elk out, then you, you know <laughs> what's what's going on here. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, you know, we, we started heading down the mountain. It's so steep, it's mm-hmm. pushing our feet up against. Your body's just not meant to, to carry that much weight. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know exactly the weight we had on our backs, but I would say we definitely each had over 150 pounds. Mm-hmm. There was a... Dead weight. Yeah, dead weight. There was a... My buddy's dad, he got down there, and not to throw old Dr. Dave under the bus here, but he could barely, he couldn't put the pack up in the truck. He no. could barely, I'm not sure he got he it off the ground. He couldn't hardly get it off the ground. Yeah. There's no way he's put it in the back of the truck. And, you know, I couldn't hardly get it off the ground by myself. So, no, you know, I mean, not, I don't blame literally, no. you know, I don't blame him. It was just dead heavy. Weight. It's so much dead weight. I mean, you And so we, we get. The thing down the mountain, start heading down, kind of get into some of the flats and stuff. We did not debone this. No, this is this This is is full quarters. quarters. Yeah, this is not deboned. Oh, I thought y'all deboned it. No, no, full quarters. Full quarters. Full quarters. Yeah, it was. It was animalistic behavior. Yeah, I would not advise it. I'll never do it again. I wouldn't advise it, but also situations are just different, Mm -hmm. and. I did not. Yeah, because you could have took one step and snapped your knee in half, yeah. leg, yes. whatever. Yeah, you definitely. You had to be. We didn't just do it stupidly. Either. No, like we, we took it easy on our on our way down. We took very much, especially time. in the trees. Yeah, in the trees. Once we, we get out of the flats, there was a little trail that we could get on and take down the truck. But even in those flats, it was all just downhill the whole time. My feet were pushing up against the front of my shoes, and because there was no way to not do it. And by the time I got down. I ain't kidding you. There was just blisters, 
mm-hmm. and uh, my feet was wrecked. And Trevor, you know, oh he's he's coming down behind me, and I ain't kidding you, he is wrecked. Phil, if you know Phil, Phil's built like a, a mountain goat. Yeah, mountain goat. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's a cheetah. Yeah. Mountain goat anywhere you an you Impala. Pick. Yeah, an Impala, something like that. And me, I'm more like a Mack truck, maybe. Like, <laughs> I can get there, but it's going to take me a good while. So. Yeah. Um, and so he, we got down to the open, and he goes, I'm just going to go. I was like, <laughs> go, man. You go. Like, because it was, I mean, I could see the truck. It was miles away, but you, it was safe. You know, so, I mean, we was like, you, I was like, yeah, you go. Little I'll, did I know I'll that I had something extremely important yeah. in my pack of yeah, Trevor's. We, about an hour into the hike, I reached for my water. And I'm like, oh, God, no. And Phil's he's already. Like, God, no. <laughs> Phil's, God, no. <laughs> Phil's already way ahead of me, and he's got my water. And so I made I, the whole two hours not one sip yeah. of water all the way down. Yeah. So that was, was kind of. It was. Again, it and was, you actually rent your boots. Yeah, I threw my boots away after that. And then they're good boots. I mean, they're Loa's. Yeah. Nice. I mean, really nice, nice but boots. But you just. They completely blew the, – the the front of them was completely ripping apart in the, uh, at the seams. And that's yeah. because, I mean, it's not knocking the boot. The boot yeah. – I mean, I, I had those boots for one thing. Just, that was your the, that your was the body's just year. not meant to have that much weight. No, that was the fourth feet. year. And, and the whole thing was downhill, which, thank the Lord, because you, you couldn't have done it if it no, was uphill. There's no way. But but the, no. the downhill was not great no. because our feet were literally just – Right. I can't even explain the hurt that it had on my – yeah. an hour and a half in. Phil's got to finish packing, so me and Trevor are going to finish the podcast. Um, we'll, you know, we'll yeah. keep going with the story. Yeah, that's but um, I mean, that's. Is there anything you wanted to leave out before you got? It was brutal. Yeah, <laughs> he did. Hey, I got to interrupt one on while he's here on podcast. I got to thank him though, because I mean, not, there's not many guys that would leave a family, a yeah. work, a job like that to come up and you know help a guy that he it didn't was a have blast. to. He didn't have to do you know. So right. I mean, it was a. It was. I was thinking something you just don't forget. I mean, no, it's, that those type of memories are. No, it was. It was a good learning experience really too. Was, you know, the rifle hunt, the first time we've been out for right. We killed what. Three, yeah, three bulls, bulls in four yeah. days. Three, ba- three bulls, four days. That's At not the bad. end of the hunt, everybody one tags. All we needed, Doctor Dave. Yep, Doctor Dave. He had an opportunity. He had a couple opportunities. Doctor Dave was the the one tag out of fourteen tags that of people we knew or was hanging out with. Yeah, and there's some people that definitely stole some bulls out of uh, out from under Doctor Dave, mm. and you know who you are. Well, <laughs> <laughs> <Hell>, Ben, <Yeah. laughs> Ben wrecked him about mm-hmm. three or four times. What a yeah. son. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, it was it was a good time. Me and uh, me and Trevor definitely had some good laughs. Oh, oh my goodness, I'm talking some some this dude right here. He's the funniest. I swear, the funniest. if you want to laugh until you literally your body can't handle it anymore. Oh, <laughs> oh last night I laughed yeah. so hard it was hurting. <laughs> it had got to a point where I was concerned whether or not I was going to make it. I was it, laughing at you for laughing. If that if that pain, I was telling these guys, if that pain lasted for longer than what it does, <laughs> it's excruciating. Die. I was uh, crying. I look uh, up this morning and had abs. Dude. Oh my goodness! <laughs> just, just chiseled. So funny, dude. He's All the right. funniest dude Bye, ever. Kevin. <laughs> Yellowstone. Hey, Yellowstone. hey, listen, guys. Make sure these guys are going to tell you about this story about Yellowstone <laughs> no, show. Yes, not. they are. No, I'm, no, I'm signing off. Phil Baker out later. Phil. So, anyways. You know, so me and Trevor actually, he was going back to Phil, and we was talking about uh, one of the things. You know, everybody's got their attributes of what they're better at, and what you know, different people's personalities and whatnot. But Phil actually, before he shot this big buck, 
Mm-hmm. He, uh, he he asked Ryan. He was going to hand Ryan his bow. They both shoot the same draw length and can shoot mm-hmm. bows identically. Um, and he said, hey, do you want to shoot this? One thing that, you know, how we make all this work is to be selfless. Mm-hmm. And me and uh, Trevor, we said, if the, anybody deserved that buck, regardless of the year that he's already had, because mm-hmm. he's already shot a buck that was close to 160. Yeah. You know, it was someone that would be selfless within the elk hunting that he done. Mm-hmm. I mean, he shot his bull in the first hour mm-hmm. of the first day. Mm-hmm. And he packs out, you know, 13 other bulls. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's a lot of people ask us, well, how do y'all make unguided work with the amount of people? And even though that there are, are the core five of us, I mean, we have friends that are going to be on every hunt that we go on, mm-hmm. you know. And that's how you do it is about being a selfless hunter. And that's going to turn around and come back to you, whether or not you believe in karma, you know, whatever it is, you know, it's just being a good individual and it's coming back to you. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's exactly right. You can't, with that many people in the woods, I mean, you can't, you can't not be selfless. If you are, it's going to cause. Well, you'll never get it on video. You're never going to video and it's going to cause so much just. Contention. Yeah. Contention throughout the whole. So you can't, if you're you're selfless and it'll come back to help you. Just like that. I mean. I was fine, you know. Not well, I filmed mine. the first five days. You filmed the first three or four days, mm-hmm. and never even picked up your bow. Exactly, never put on bow. But you get, I mean, that's the way it should be. You should have to put in your time. And, well, you and should be as it. pumped or as excited for the people that you're with when yeah, they're successful. Exactly. is what you are yourself. Yeah. I mean, look at you. You you filmed. I mean, seventy percent of the hunt probably yep. Yep. up there. And what you, what happened? You got your bull. Yeah. Look exactly. at me. I you know I, I filmed. Yeah. It worked out. I got my bull. Like I mean, if you, it's gonna work out. It's gonna it's yeah. Gonna come back and just. It ain't all about the shot. Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, that's exactly Maybe. right. So, But, you know, going back to y'all packing that bull out, we have, you know, I, I've joked around because me and Ryan carried um, his, we packed a lot of his bull out in New Mexico, and it, we had heavy loads. It was miserable. You know, would you, like, looking back, would you go back up there for a second load, or would you just, you know, now that it's over with? Because it's that type B fun, we laugh about it now. Mm-hmm. But when it was going on, yeah. I laughed when y'all called me when you got back to the truck, and, you, and Phil goes, Kyle, it's not funny yet. No. Because, I, I mean, his that, feet yeah. were basically bleeding. Yeah, like, I was like, it ain't something to laugh about yet. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, okay, if you ask that question, like, it's hard to answer because I told I told them, like, when I got back to the truck, I said, I'll never do that again. Like, right. It's but not, you wouldn't well, have wanted to go back up. No, but now, but now looking back on it, I would do it again yeah. the same way we done it, probably, versus going back down with a heavy load anyways. I mean, yeah. it's not like you're going to get a light load. Well, you would have got you, wrecked going back up exactly, there. Exactly. You got wrecked going back up there, and by the time you got to the bottom, I'd have been wrecked. Yeah. You know, because, I mean, it's not like I was going to come back with nothing. I was going to have a, oh, a you, back strap, you were still a gonna shoulder. Have a, you were I mean, still going to have a 100-pound pack. Exactly. So, looking back, I would have done it the same way I did. Yeah. I mean, it sucks to even say, <laughs> <laughs> but I'd have done it the same way. It was so... And it's just something about, like, uh, we get to the, we get, and of course, it always works out this way, but the last 45 yards of the trip is straight uphill to the truck. <laughs> it always is. Straight dude. uphill. <clears throat> the last we can't hunt anywhere that it ain't just a trek yeah, so we had to the So we had downhill the whole way, and then the last 45 yards is like, I'm talking straight up. Well, Bill had already got there, and so he comes like down. He, the poor guy, dude, he's got his, his boots off. He's wearing like these, like, uh, just slide on shoes. And he's like, come. He comes and like gets out of the truck to come help me. That just to be because the kind of kind of yeah. guy he is. Yeah. He comes like puts his boots on, comes like wobbling down the <laughs> hill to help me. And I, t- I look at him. I'm like, don't touch it. <laughs> Do not touch it. He's like, I'm making it this 45 yards. And I literally got up there and just set it on the back of the tailgate. He opened the tailgate for me. We had to set it down. I was like. That was the best feeling you could ever imagine. So, I mean, it always it, – yeah. you always have a rewarding side of it, and yeah. that was so rewarding. Well, you don't – and this is something that I've learned, is you have no idea what the human body's capable of. No, not to you, yeah. 
I mean, that just tells you. I mean, that that tells you that that's a perfect. Example. I mean, you 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 played D one college football, mm -hmm. and you've said that was way worse. And you at, yes. at the time you would say that there were two days at practice mm -hmm. that were I was going to die. I mean, I yeah. really thought that there were times I would die. I mean, they know how to push it. The thing is, there they know actually how to push you scientifically. Right. They know how to push your body until almost you're going to pass out or it's right. just going to give up. And we've been there. I've been there probably two or three times in my life where I could look back on specific days in summer camp, et cetera, et cetera. That right. is just. I thought that was it for me. Right. And that surpassed it. I mean, that that's literally, crazy. that surpassed that yeah. for sure. But that, well, that and that goes like to that show much. the type of um, the physical, the physical side of elk hunting. Mm -hmm. of, and middle. Yeah. Because I mean, you probably wanted to quit. But yeah. I mean, what was you oh, going to yeah, do? You can't. That's the thing. There's no, like, what are you going to do up on top of the mountain? If, you, if you're halfway down, what are you going to do if you're going to, if you're going to quit? <laughs> I mean, who's going to go up there and get that elk for you? You know, nobody. Yeah. I mean, you, you, there's not, an, there's not even that's an option. Okay, yeah. like, Oh, I'm just gonna lay this down, go back to the truck, take like a break, and then come back. No, I mean, there's, there's no. So you had no option. Yeah, yeah. That's when you know when you in your body, you know how far you can push. And the, and that's what I'm saying. And, and there, there'll probably come a, if we keep elk hunting. You know, mm -hmm. there's probably gonna come a time that it's gonna be worse than mm -hmm. that. Yeah, you know, it'll get beat. I'm sure. So, look, this is the podcast that we were, you know, pretty pumped about because of just the storyline, and we're really excited to release this hunt for mm -hmm. sure. Um, I really think that's about it. You got anything else you want to add? That's it, man. Th I, I can't, I can't thank these guys enough, man. They've been, they've been great. To be to fair, me. it's been awesome. To be fair, the very first elk hunt that me and you ever went on, mm -hmm. we went with Phil to OTC Colorado, mm -hmm. and we slept. And he's like, "Oh, it's it's not that bad. We'll just stay in these little bitty tents with no heater, no nothing." <laughs> and it was probably like a one season oh. tent. You yeah, know, we we basically a, it was mesh. We had to keep a fire going around the tent yeah i woke up warmth. i woke up in the middle of the night and had frost under my nose yep, yep. in my mustache yep our tent was froze like the oh it was the so miserable and he walked us like <laughs> a, oh my goodness so trevor's been you know with oh, yeah. us me and you've known each other since we were children mm -hmm. and you've known we've known phil since our early teens yep yep and it's uh just, it's the start of something great it's oh yeah be, for sure so much more is going to come I'm really excited about what all we've got going on. But anyways, well, guys, thanks for listening. This is the uh, Unguided Podcast signing off, and we will see you all later.